Welcome back to Level Up with Lori, where I talk a little bit about life, a little bit about business, and every single thing in between, where I share strategy and where I hope to shift your perspective and the way that you show up in the world. Because at the end of the day, what I really truly believe the world needs more of is the magic that every single one of us has inside of us. So sit back, relax, enjoy the episode, and I will see you on the other side. Hey, 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 you guys, welcome back to Level Up with Lori. I'm so incredibly excited that you are here today, and I hope you are really, really enjoying your summer. I hope you're soaking it all up. I hope you are enjoying all of the moments, and I hope your businesses are absolutely flourishing. Today is another episode inside of our leadership series. I have um, one of my favorite humans, one of my favorite leaders, one of my favorite women to work alongside Ali DePaulo joining us today. She is one of the top leaders in Tiber River. Tiber River is a Canadian-born company that has just recently launched into the U.S. It's a really, honestly, it's a really incredible company with home products, shampoos, and soaps, and like, and it's a company that I fell in love with years ago, and I've actually had the opportunity to do a lot of um, work with their head office and a lot of work with um, women in their field, so it is a company very, very near and dear to me, and it is honestly such a privilege to have a leader like Ali on the episode today. She kind of just like gets down to the real nitty gritty of leadership. And what's interesting is that I've known Allie through so many, I've known her for years. So I've seen her in different legs of her journey and I've seen her really grow into the leader that she is today. And I know the magic that she brings to the table and I've seen her struggle with the boundaries that she's going to talk about inside this episode. And I've seen her kind of create in real time, some of the systems that she's going to talk about and the alley that is leading her massive organization today, what I want you to know is she was you yesterday, right? Or she is you today. Um, She was you yesterday. She was the you today. You know what I'm trying to say, right? Like the thing is, is that what I want you to, to be grasping from this leadership series is that you get to choose the path for your business. You get to choose what you're going to do inside of your organization. And You guys, choose big and step into those shoes today. Always act like the leader that you are going to be and build those systems now, build those boundaries now because it is right around the corner for you if you really set your mind to it. So dig into this episode, grab a pen and a paper, or if you're driving, be prepared to pull over and take notes because I know you're going to be incredibly, incredibly inspired. And you're going to want to go check out Allie over at directly underscore inspired on Instagram. She has incredible, if you love the Enneagram, or even if you want to just learn more about it, she is going to become such a massive resource for you. I already have the behind the scenes of what is coming out in her world. And I am like giddy over here with excitement. So make sure you go give her a follow. I don't know where she'll be at in kind of releasing all those details when this episode comes out, but 
you're going to want to get in on it. And it's going to like open up a whole wide world inside your life and inside your business. So if you love this episode, as much as I hope that you do, please head over, give me a review on iTunes. It goes such a long way. I'm so incredibly appreciative. And if you can share this with your team, share this into your socials, give it a little bit of love and help it spread its wings and fly even further. I will love you forever together. I feel like we are so much stronger, but it takes that linking of arms and that working together and sharing those resources that are having, making an impact on us. Um, so sit back, relax, enjoy. I hope you love it. And I hope you have an incredible week and I will see you next week. Same bat time, same bat channel over uh, in the next episode. All right. So we are here with one of my absolute favorite people, which actually I think Ali, you have already been on the podcast, haven't you? I have. It's been a while, but uh, you were one of the first people I ever interviewed on season one. That's crazy. And we talked systems back then. So I feel like people need to follow up systems. People need to go back and listen to that episode. Maybe I'll link it. I'll link it here. Um, But since I know you really, really, really well, but I'm going to pretend like I don't when I'm asking you these questions and I'll ask you to introduce yourself to everybody. Give us the Coles notes on Allie. Hi. Um, well, thank you for that. Thank you for that, Lori. Um, so my name is Ali DiPaolo. I am a diamond director with a company in Canada called Tiber River. We are so um, new on the scene, yet not new on the scene. Um, our company has been around for a little over 20 years. So we're established and excited to be a part of this. But myself, I am um, I'm all about people. I love developing people. Um, I love helping women especially uh, grow to their potential. And I believe in this industry. So I love, I love what we do. I love um, the opportunity that, that what, what we do in this industry um, can provide for people and the flexibility. So I'm just really, really uh, just so excited to be here with you today. And uh, thanks for asking me. Absolutely. Um, How many is your team at right now? Oh my gosh. Um, I, I, you know what, I, I really should know that number. Um, I'm thinking so yeah, it's a, it's a little over a thousand, I think that we're, we are at currently. Um, but yeah, incredible. And so tell us a little bit about your journey. Like what got you to this point? How long have you been with the company? How long have you been in the industry? What did you do before? I actually don't know that I know that. Okay. Yeah. So I, um, I joined Tiber River, uh, just a little over eight years ago, uh, in my previous life before babies and my kids now are 12 and 14. So I'll just preface with, they are now a little bit older, but they've really grown up with me in this industry. So this is all that they have ever known. Um, before that I was actually in investment banking. So crazy. Yeah, absolutely. I used to buy and sell stocks. I had my securities license. Like would be in love with you. (laughs) I wore power suits and worked in the tower in heels and I do not miss that life at all. Um, I am grateful to have people that know, know how to do that for me now, but I am, I do not miss that life. Um, and so, yeah, and, and that's really why I fell in love with the industry. Um, I have been an entrepreneur since I was three years old. I used to pick rocks off my neighbor's driveway, paint them different colors, and then try and sell them back to them. So I, I always know that I think I used to shine pennies and then try and sell them for two cents. <laughs> it's true. It's true. Right. Um, and when you, when you know, you know, like I'm just, I'm absolutely in love with, um, 
the products that we sell, but most mostly just what what this what this industry can um, provide and this opportunity that can provide people that are in a similar situation that may you know want an extra added income or want to do this full time. So uh, yeah, I, I, my life, I live in the country. Uh, I live on a five acre, acre parcel, uh, just east of Winnipeg, Manitoba. So um, you can do this if you live rurally, you know this, Lori, you live rurally as well. Um, so uh, that's the other thing, you can do this anywhere, you don't have to be in a major center um, to do what we do. Um, and, and I love that about this it. industry. I love that about this industry that you can literally be anyone or be anywhere and you can make it work. Absolutely. Now, I feel like you are a leader of the leaders. So let's talk about that today. And actually, right before I press record, you gave me some like, well, you told me like, this is the best advice that I would give to anybody that wanted to come into leadership because. I do think people think they like people either go one or two ways, right? They're afraid of leadership because they think it is too much. And I think we want to assure them that it's not, or they go full throttle, not knowing how much it might be. So tell me what you just told me before I press. The <laughs> well, first of all, first thing I'm going to tell you is what I did before to get to where I am now. So okay. I was the kind of person I'm a people pleaser. So so yeah. I want to make sure that everybody is happy all the time. Um, and what that meant for me or what I thought that needed, to, what needed to happen is I needed to be on 24 hours a day. If somebody um, messaged me at one o'clock in the morning, I was answering them. And when some, I would wake up in the morning and literally check my phone immediately. And so I'm here to tell you, you do not, that is not leadership. That's actually the opposite of leadership. Mm -hmm. So having healthy boundaries for yourself they are for yourself and for your team shows them and shows you that you can do this business and everybody's going to get the best piece of each other. So being intentional with your time and time is a really big problem for people though, is that they feel like they need to be on 24 seven. Like I remember I've coached numerous women, women through this, but I've been through this myself, right? Like I remember thinking like, if I don't answer this message now, what if they won't do the thing, right? Like what if they won't then take the action or I created my own monster in that way. And that I was like literally deep dive coaching for deep, which is fine if you're coaching them to grow, but not if you're telling them how much shipping is, right? 100%, 100%. And, and that's another thing. I mean, we can talk about different levels and, and at another time, um, but you can, this is the thing, you can be accessible to your entire organization by not being on 24 seven. And what I recommend, this is just a simple tip, is that you have a once a week team call for your entire organization. When people can come on, you share a tip, you share a strategy, and then people can ask, ask their questions. So if there's something that's like super burning and that they really need to get to you, they have that time that you've blocked at seven o'clock on a Monday night, if that's your time, choose your time wisely. It can be during the day. It can be in the evening, make it work for you as a leader, make it work. For I you. know I'm, I'm hearing like already the peanut gallery and they're saying, well, what if everybody can't make that time, then what do I do? So the wonderful thing about, um, you know, technology is they can drop their questions ahead of time. And even if they're not able to make the call, we, we're on zoom right now. So we can, you can press record, they can come back and they can listen to you answer their question mm -hmm. um, during the time, even if they're not able to make it. So um, whether it's long or short, you know, you can also set up 
Q&A Wednesdays or whatever. Like a gal on your team, or no, she's not on your team, but she's with Tiber as well. Jess, she does that every Tuesday she throws out a question and answer post. And then every Wednesday she hops on live in her group and she answers all of those questions. It's almost yeah. like a, a coffee chat that she has really relaxed. Everybody feels supported. Everybody gets there. Like, I love that method. It's so yeah. simple and yet it's accessible to everybody. A hundred percent. And because of Jess, we're doing ours now on Mondays. So we kind of do a daytime one. We, we, uh, we do an evening one when kids aren't playing soccer because you have to adjust with, with your schedule. Mm -hmm. Um, but you, you want to make sure that you are accessible. You don't want to be like, you know, what's the password behind a locked door so people can't get to you, but you have to be strategic with that because when a thousand people have questions, and, and also lean on the resources that your company has provided. We have an amazing customer service team. And I used to go, they would go through me and then I would go to customer service, find out back to me and back to them. Like, that's just silly. Get them to go to the people that can fix the, fix the issue, right? Use your resources, use the resources that you have. In our position, our, our job is, is sales and growth. So how are we supporting them in sales and growth versus my credit card's not working, right? So, so, so true, right? Like if you're going to spend your energy to help people, you want it to be actually something that like lies in your zone of genius, right? Because there's other resources. And so how do you, because you already said you're a people pleaser. This was me too. How do you like, how do you teach them to find the answers for themselves? I like, I'm all for systems, right, Lori? And I know you are too. I mean, I, I have created flowchart after flowchart. Um, I, I just, you know, I have a resource kind of like little thing that says, if I'm looking for information on this, this is where I will go to find it. So oftentimes, I mean, I can, I, I will tag them in that post or I will, um, ask them, where do you think you'd find that information? Ooh, I like that. And if you don't answer somebody within the first 10 minutes, oftentimes what will happen is they'll actually go find the answer. Yes. And so I found that it, it's amazing what happens when you are not like readily, readily available is that people all of a sudden become resourceful. hundred percent, a hundred percent. So do you create, like, I know you probably have really good boundaries. So what are some of the boundaries that you would recommend for other emerging and budding leaders? Um, honestly, right out of the gate, I, I would say establish a once a week connection time. So just say, you know, here's the time I've got it one daytime slot and one evening slot. If you want to do a one-on-one -on -one kind of thing, you can book into one of those two time slots and then have a group chat or have a group, um, a group chat. The cool thing about group chats is they can support each other within that chat. So you're not the one way, it's not a two way street. It's like they, they post a question in that group chat and then it goes out to the whole group as you grow, right? This is as you grow. If you are just getting into leadership, you know, just make sure you do have that connection point. Cause I don't know about you, but it's easy to go weeks at a time and be like, oh, I haven't even talked to that new person that I just signed up and launched. And I don't know what they're doing now as your organization grows. So just always have that touch point during the week where you, they know, and, and you know, that we're going to, we're going to chat at some point. Of that. So are there particular people in your organization that you have more of a focus on coaching? 
Um, obviously I think we run with the runners and we walk with the walkers, but if they're not moving and they're sleeping, we have to let them do that. We need to respect that people where people are at in their business. So I actually have a focus group on uh, Wednesday evenings. I don't know why Mondays and Wednesdays work best for me. They just do right now. So Wednesday evenings, um, I have some up and coming leaders that are growing. They're not quite at our, our high level, um, leadership yet, but they are growing to that and they work on it every week. So we meet, uh, we meet because the, the, the challenges and the things that we experience as leaders at that level are the same or similar. So we coach each other. Um, every week, somebody brings a challenge and a celebration to the call. And they'll say, we'll do, um, we call it a five minute mastermind. So they will drop the challenge. And then everybody in the group has an opportunity to help them with their challenge that week. And that's a different coaching strategy. So it's not me coaching. It's everybody coaching. We set a timer and then people are able to um, give their feedback to each other. Everybody leaves that call every week. I feel at least with something that they can take and put into their business. We leave the call every week, giving each other an accountability piece, or they give themselves an accountability piece and a person will check in with them. So it's, um, it's not just me. It's me. It's I love that coach smarter, not harder. It's so incredibly duplicatable too, which I think is like for new leaders. I think we have this tendency to overextend ourselves because we only have two, three people, four people maybe and growing. But I think right from the very beginning, you need to start thinking about yourself as the leader you're going to be right? The leader of 200, the leader of 500, the leader of a thousand. And what does that look like for me? What boundaries do I want to start right, right from the beginning? Because all the boundaries that you have protect your energy and you can actually build to that 500 or a thousand if you're not, you know, answering every single person's question. Exactly. And I will say this too, because a lot of times we feel, and we have to remind ourselves, especially if we, we are an, an employee at a company for our day job or we've been employed in the past, we have to remind ourselves that each one of us is our own business. And so we're not anybody's boss and we are also not their employer. So making sure that those expectations and those things are communicated in a really kind way um, so that people know that, you know what, I am here to support your business while also running my own business. So we're in this together but you are your own business. So how you choose to work your time and I can share different ways to help you with that is really up to you. And, and that's something that takes a little while to, that's like a programming thing, right? That takes a little it really while. Is. It really is because I think that we are raised in a particular way, right? And I have definitely, and I'm sure you have had this experience in the past where people have come to me and said like, listen, like my leader's not doing X, Y, Z and you just have to like take a step back and leadership is not owed to us, right? Every single one of us is capable of building anything that we want without anything else other than ourselves and the company resources. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, and we, we've had to be resourceful. We've, we've built our company resources, um, you know, being young to the industry. So yeah. yeah. And, and I mean, what a, what a gift that's been as well to be able to do that. But I think, yeah, I, I think, bet. 
Yeah. But at the end of the day, um, you know, all of the things, all the tools that you need are available to you on the internet as a whole, not just your company, not just I mean, there's, there's coaches out there that'll teach you how to do it. That's right. That's right. So I, I believe that it's a really cool, um, it's a really cool resource to be able to have those calls and things, but it's, 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 if you're lucky enough to have somebody who's going to do that for you, um, that's really a great thing. And if you're not lucky enough to find some, or, or have somebody who's going to do that with you, find somebody who will, because I work also not just because they're in my organization. I work really closely with sideline, um, directors that are not even in my organization work. I work very closely with Jessica. Um, we do a lot of things, a lot of collaborations together. So don't be afraid to do that just because somebody's not your upline or they're not in your direct uh, organization, still connect with those people too. I think they could even be outside of your company. Like some 100%. of the best resources and pacing partners that I've had along the way, like you yourself, right? Um, I think I get so much out of finding women that are wanting the same things that I am. It doesn't have to be inside your company. Nope, it absolutely doesn't. Um, I want to touch on um, something. I remember, I think it was you that said this to me, but it's like one of the best pieces of advice for leadership is that you don't coach to people's goals. You coach their actions. Mm -hmm. Like I remember you saying this to me because people can say that they want anything, right? And then we hook our dreams and our energy and our excitement on what they say they want rather than what they show that they're willing to do. Yes. Yes. Um, Talk about that for a second. Sure. Well, I mean, we both know, um, and it, and I mean, I've read so many books and the message is always the same is that it's not about the big goal. It's about the things that you would do consistently every single day in your business that will get you to that goal. And consistency is a word that people are terrified of. It or, is, isn't it? It's it like, is. oh my gosh, I'm signing over my first child. Yeah, exactly. But it, at the end of the day, like we've made it, or I I won't say we, I will say the industry sometimes makes it flashier and harder than it has to be. And it's really the simple little things. I call them, it's boring ROIs, return on investment, your time, it has a dollar attached to it. Mm -hmm. And you need to make sure that the things that you're spending your energy on, um, energy equals time are going to get you to whatever that goal is. And if that goal is $500 or $5,000 or $50,000 every day you show up and you do the things that Mm -hmm. sounds really, really boring, doesn't it? But I'm here to tell you it works. So, you know, ask if, if you are, you know, struggling with that, or you're, you've got a crazy goal and you don't know where to get started. Look at what you do every single day in your business. Um, or ask Lori or myself, and we are happy to, you know, offer our services because the, the things are not different depending on which company you're with. They're exactly the same. And they're very simple things that you can fit into five, 10, 15 minute pockets of your day because you to throw out some, what would you say some of them are? Oh man. Well, okay. So let me just back up on this because this is a really great thing that I, th- I don't know if you said this, Somebody said this that I'm close to. They said people only see 10% or they see less than 10% of what you post on social media. But what do we spend the majority of our time stressing about in this industry, especially during the pandemic, is our social media groups. Guys, if you're spending 99% of your time worrying about what you're posting on Facebook and wondering why nobody is messaging you back, you need to shift your, you need to, you need to change your strategy. Yeah, it's true. 
Yeah. I I teach social media. Like I think it's this, I think social media, both Instagram and Facebook and wherever else you're showing up, like there's, there are these things that keep the lights on in our business. There it is. Yeah. But they don't necessarily grow our businesses. Right. So the the way that we expect them to, right. Because of the amount of energy and time we put into them. 100%. 100%. And, and if you're like, well, it's not working, what's not working? Well, nobody's, it's 106 people saw my post, but nobody's actually responding or nobody's buying anything. What, what are you doing to make those connections? So my thing is I, I go back to the 10 and 10. If you're just starting out and you're not finding that, um, you know, you're getting any sort of traction through social media. And some people do, some people do it really well. And they're like, it's good enough. I'm here to tell you, I'm going back to my first podcast. Follow up is everything. So for 10 days, choose 10 people a day and message them, connect with them in some way. Yeah. And I, I think we need to like put in brackets, not the gross way. (laughs) No, not the gross way. Oh my gosh. Like actually talk to them like a human. Right. Be a human in this whole process. Yes. Be a human and, and have a, have a value add. Why are you reaching out to them? And it's, you really, you're, we're here to serve guys. We're not here to sell. Mm -hmm. And it feels good when you come from a place of serving without having your um, expectations attached to that ulterior motive. There is no expectation when you reach out. The expectation is that I'm, I'm, I'm just, I'm just here to say hello and thank you for being part of my organization, especially if you have not reached out in a long time. Just thank you for being here. And especially if you have a consumable product, right? Like people need you to take care of them. I'm certain you will, and I think we've all done this. Let's say we buy religiously from a certain shampoo company. What happens if we forget to fill it? And we know shipping takes three days. We head to Shoppers Drug Mart and we fill it ourselves because we have an immediate need to wash our hair, right? So it's our job to provide that level of service that allows people to never run out, to always be really well taken care of. Absolutely. And, and however you track your customers, because I know a lot of us do bulk ordering, especially in my company. Um, mm-hmm. However you track your customers, make sure you know what they bought from you last. Make sure you know that, you know, if they bought something from you six months ago, they're going to need more. Four months ago, they're going to need more depending on what size they bought. Th- that's a really good point, Lori, is like when you're coming at them from a place of service, it's not from a place of expectation. That's you right. Know. And it, it changes the energy of the way that you go into this conversation, because like when we're going for a big goal and we're doing the begging and stuff like that doesn't feel good. However, if you were to like step back and think to yourself, like I am actually doing them a disservice by not following up. It changes the way that you approach it. Right. Like, let's say there's something that advantageous to them. For instance, let's say that you have a birthday program in your company and you don't reach out and tell people about it. You're kind of a jerk. Mm hmm right? Like you're, you're doing them a disservice. Wouldn't you want to know if one of your favorite companies was offering you a discount one month? Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. And and that's, that's just it, right? It's what is the gift that you're offering today? Yeah. And so I think if you're struggling with this, think about the way that you're looking at it, right? Like think about your intention going into it. Think about your mindset going into it and try to come at it from a way of serving rather than like receiving. Absolutely. Absolutely. And that's like one of 10 things that you can do, um, you know, 
consistently every day, one of 10, you guys. So Lori's going to elaborate more on those things. I know she's got some plans for you. Um, but yeah, it, it reach out to me too. If, if there's, this is something that you are challenged with, um, that the goal seems bigger and you don't know how to break it into those things. We're, we're here to support you with that as well. That's what we love. We love doing that. Um, the last piece that I always like to end every podcast episode with, because I am like a self-development and business development junkie is, do you have like a favorite podcast, a favorite book, like any kind of resource that you feel like every woman needs to like absorb this? Okay. So I love this question. And my, my answer, I, I have so many things that I love, uh, podcasts, um, I got out of podcast for a while and I just kind of got back in my head with music because music is really inspiring for me. Um, but you know this and not a lot of people know this, uh, but they will know this soon is that I love the Enneagram. I love the fact that information coming in to my head into your head is processed differently and how it comes out. So I'm absolutely interested in people. Um, I have a stack of Enneagram books that I am obsessed with. I'm just going to show you one. Okay. So this is called the honest Enneagram. It's by Sarah Jane case. You can follow her on Instagram as well. Um, it's a fun read. It looks thick, but it's not thick. It's like a great little, yeah, it's a great little beach read. And honestly, um, it's just honest Enneagram about the Enneagram. Yeah. Know your type, own your challenges and embrace your growth. This, this book is awesome. Um, and I would recommend it to anyone. The other one is called Enneagram made simple. And it's by Ashton Whitmire Ober also on Instagram. She's awesome. So, um, you can follow these two ladies. If books are your jam, pick these ones up. They are so good. I believe they will change your business. I will, I believe they will, will help enhance your relationships um, with everyone in your life. They're, they're just really great reads. And this is something that you are going to be sharing a lot more of correct? Uh, yes. Yeah. Um, hopefully this fall will not even, I'm not even going to say hopefully, cause I'm not going to put the hope behind it. It's happening this fall. So, uh, this fall, I will definitely be elaborating on, um, on what we're talking about here, but, um, looking so close people want to follow you over on Instagram and get the first details about all, all of the business things, plus Enneagrams and all things, Allie, where would they find you? So currently, okay, you guys, this, my Enneagram's disaster, Lori's going to help me with this, but, um, I, where this will eventually land will be at directly underscore inspired on Instagram. Currently, you're going to see a lot of really fun things about my life, my family and me balancing on a really crazy, um, skateboarding thing. So stay tuned. There will be more happening there, but currently that is what is happening. Balancing on a fun skateboard thing. <laughs> it's listen, I'm going to, I'm going to be a surfer one day. This is going to happen. Is, I know it's like a, like analogy for life. <laughs> pretty much. I mean, we could go there if you want to, but <laughs> this is really, yeah, no. Um, that is just currently where it's living. And that's, I have, I'm the, I'm the master of five Instagram. I am actually the master of none of the Instagram accounts that I own, but I think that's the one that we're going to land on. Um, and, and more to come on that. Amazing. Well, I mean, this podcast episode probably won't come out until for another like month and a half or so. So even better timing, you've got some time to put some more stuff on there. <laughs> okay. Wonderful. Yes. And there will be more in there. Perfect. That you guys heard it first. Uh, like I wasn't just me. You've now put it out into the universe. It's happening. It is. It is absolutely happening. Yay! Thank you so much for doing this with me today. You guys 
you need to go check out Ali. She's got some, I know she's being a little elusive here, but incredible, incredible, incredible stuff coming your way that I know is not only going to impact your business, but your life as well. So at directly underscore inspired, right? Yeah, that is, that is where we're landing. Yes. Amazing. Thank you again. Thanks, Laura. Thanks, Dad. Here we go.